and we're back again another podcast on another thursday this is the first time in forever it feels like that we were actually on back-to-back weeks yeah this is obviously, uh, talk, obviously talking hockey this is nice since it is not a monday uh, it's obviously a Whitmer and Quake hockey podcast, so we got a lot to kind of break down playoff-wise. Obviously, playoffs is going to be a pretty much what it's going to be the next couple of podcasts, obviously, as the playoffs get going. Yeah. Um, we'll break down a little bit of what our brackets look like. We weren't able to last time because they weren't official yet. Our, our uh, last podcast was right before the Avalanche's last game, which was the one that really fucked me over in terms of wanting to fuck them over. Um <laughs> Did I just curse? You can clearly <laughs> tell how he feels about the Colorado Avalanche people. I'll get to that later. Um, but obviously, you have the Cadre Don't worry, hit. I got my own rant about the Aval- yeah. Avalanche right now. Yeah, we got the Cadre hit. We got playoffs in general. A fun okay. little topic I thought of right before we got on that we discussed uh, briefly. Uh, but yeah, we can. Also, right we got to talk about our unofficial official bet that we never really made. We can make yes. it official yep. on we can do on the podcast. Here. Yes, even though we don't really. That have way we can. Too, that way we can tell different... how wrong I will be again this year, probably, and how right Whitmer was last year. Yeah, I forget what series that was, but I believe it was the Colorado Avalanche losing to the Dallas Stars. <laughs> You're the worst. I can only ride that for anyway, so much longer. Moving so. on. Moving on. Yes. Um, but even going back to that, we don't really have too many that are di- that different to begin with, unlike that one we had um, last year. Um, the only one I can think of that could be kind of fun to that's still toss up. Um, for me, I think it's that Edmonton Winnipeg series. That I think is going to be a great series. Um, I caught a little bit of that game last night. It was a good, uh, good game. Yes, he pulled He scored uh, of all players for the Oilers, and uh, that was their only goal. As the Winnipeg Jets, they um, ended up winning that one, a score to, of uh... four to one. Now, granted, I believe two of them were empty netters, so still count. Still, still count. Still four to one. Looking forward at the playoffs in general, just where we are, and since we can go through uh, every series so far and where they are um, early on. Uh, Starting off in the uh, West Division, Colorado has a 2-0 lead over uh, St. Louis, which I don't think is that much of a surprise. Uh, Very good goaltending in this one, but tied 1-1 in Minnesota and uh, Vegas. Yeah, extremely good uh, goaltending, and I'll tell Uh, you how good uh, in just a moment. We'll going across and through the east, which I think is still the most unpredictable one. Uh, It's tied currently. They played tonight. uh, uh, The Penguins and the Islanders. Boston has a two-one lead over the Caps. Another close one, which both of them I think could easily go six or seven games. All uh, three games of that series, if I'm not mistaken, have gone to overtime. Yes, they have. Last night went to That's two overtime. Unbelievable. Um, uh, going down into the one series playoff uh, division that's still been going on uh, in the Central, uh, Carolina, again, to me, not much of a surprise, has a two, uh, are up two on Nashville, and Tampa Bay is up two on Florida. Now, of course, because the NFL, and it, not the NFL, wow. 
the NHL is weird, and for some He's reason, playing too much Madden, it's all good. We'll we'll give you a pass. On yeah. Um, for some reason, then if you're like ending the season before the playoffs started, and it really screwed over the uh, uh, Canadian division, the first game of the Maple Leafs and Ca- uh, Canadians takes place tonight. And Finally. as Jeff mentioned earlier, uh, Winnipeg has a 1-0 series lead over Edmonton. Yep. Connor McDavid looked human last night uh, for the first did. time in quite some time. I don't think he had a single shot. That is surprising. Which is incredible uh, defense is. by the Jets. Uh, but one go. Yeah, no, it's extremely surprising. Um, <clears throat> last night's scores, uh, and this is how we got there. Like I mentioned, Edmonton lost 4 to 1. Uh, Pullman, Tonito, uh, Connor, and Blake Wheeler all scoring their first of the playoffs 4 1 there. Uh, Calgary, the regular season just ended last night. Officially, Calgary beat Vancouver 6 to 2. Horvat and Miller both got their, uh, the goals for the Canucks and Kachuk got two. Dubé, Manji and Pani, Mackie and, and Brett Ritchie all scored the rest for Calgary in a uh, whomping 6-2 game. Uh, speaking about pretty much uh, complete games, uh, Colorado winning 6-3. Sammy Blay, Braden Shan, Mike Hoffman, each one for uh, the St. Louis Blues. And Jonas Don scored. He put up two goals. Nate McKinnon, he put up a hat-trick of Brandon Saad. Remember him? He put up a playoff goal as well. Uh, you had Boston, another overtime thriller. This one, Craig Smith, this uh, the overtime winner. Not only overtime, it was a double overtime winner. 2-1 series lead for the Bruins. Alex Ovechkin has first of the series. Oh, interesting moment uh, at the end of that game. Ilya Samsonov, I believe, was the goaltender in net for the Caps as he led up the game-winning goal. And uh, Ovechkin was not a happy camper after that goal was scored. Smashed a stick up against the bench and screaming something at Samsonov in Russian. So uh, clearly he wasn't too happy last night. Um, and last but not least, Carolina is shutting of, out. He does tend to show his emotions. <laughs> that Ovi. Grade eight. And last but not least, Nashville losing 3 nothing against shut out by the Hurricanes. Sebastian Ajo. Uh, he really scored at first the only goal, and then uh, he ended up getting the empty netter on a tough angle. And then uh, Warren Fogle, he put in one not too uh, long, much longer later, not even a minute after Ahu got his goal to make it 3 nothing. Um, and then tonight's games, of course, uh, actually coming up in about 45 minutes, Florida, Tampa Bay. This one is in Tampa now. Tampa Bay completely took away home ice advantage for Florida. However, they do get Sam Bennett back. Remember, he was suspended after game one for a one-game suspension for his boarding penalty on um, Blake Coleman. So he'll be back. I expect that the uh, Panthers will be um, you know, having a little bit more of a jump. But I think they, got, they have to. They have to win this game. Otherwise, we're going to be in a 3-0 rut. Uh, so watch out for that there. Pittsburgh, New York Islanders, 7 o'clock. Penguins and Islanders are tied 1-1. Finally, as Mike mentioned, tonight, Toronto and Montreal, their first game of the series, 7.30 start. And last but not least, a 9.30 start. Vegas and Minnesota. The series is 1-1, though. Uh, Mark yes. Andre Fleury stood on his head the other night. Again. He played unbelievable. 
Again, and it's so surprising too, because remember last year when the controversy was not controversy because his agent had that picture come out. Because yes, the, I forgot all about that. The knife in the back because yeah. it looked like Leonard took his spot. Yeah, Flurry took it back. I mean, that is he a great really did. tandem. I mean, so I mean, it's they, tough they, they won the William Jennings Award for the fewest goals allowed this year in the NHL. So that's got to tell you something. Um, it does. I mean, they. It's yeah. not. Before it was always to me it was uh, Boston that had the best goalie tandem and Halak and yes. Tuca, but it's by far now with the Leonard and uh, Flurry and Flurry who's in the, entering his later thirties is still looking like his prime early on Flurry. It's not like those early or I guess little mid twenty uh, tens. Yeah. Or in teams yeah. where he was not the same. He was giving up weak goals and everything, but again, he's found his game in Vegas. Yeah, he really did. And remember from the moment that where uh, he ended up going to Vegas in year one for them, everyone thought, oh, I mean, everyone knew it was happening that the Penguins were giving him up for Vegas mm-hmm. to take an expansion draft. Because but, they had young goaltenders wow. that they could hopefully rely yeah. on. And uh, it kind of works, kind of not really. Um, <clears throat> but regardless, though, Flurry was not done yet. He's still going strong. Uh, what four years later? Yeah. So, hey, that's awesome. Good for Flurry and um, good for the Golden Knights. I mean, that first game, which is a, it's a shame that the series is at night. And I love that that first game was on NBC. Again, it was Sunday, but it was still an afternoon at like three o'clock. That game was, but that game was so good. It was a one nothing overtime finish, and we didn't even have yeah. that at all during the playoffs and during the bubble. It's been a while since there was a one nothing. I, I know, especially overtime game, yeah. and, and that was. Uh, I had actually just finished up wrapping up one of the other games, and as soon as I turned it on, not even thirty seconds later, mm-hmm. Minnesota scored. And, um, that, yeah. that, that was an unbelievable game. That was both, that was one of the both better Talbot games. And Vegas and Vegas, well, and uh, Flurry uh, stood I mean, on the Vegas heads. does have good goaltending, so yes, but they, um, but, you know, they stood it, on their a, heads. What people tend to forget, Cam Talbot, he's not a bad goalie. He, no, he's not. He's a pretty solid goalie. It's just you know he has some pens, consistency. He issues. has some inconsistent moments here and there. I and mean, I know Flyers fans does. see that, especially if they look, watch that game Sunday. Like, why did we get rid of Tim, uh, Cam Talbot? <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing is, um, no matter what, a, we, he wanted to be a starter. He was going to be a backup here. Exactly. Cause Carter hard. So, yeah. you know, um, no, I, I know he, he was That's a whole nothing mentor to him. him either because good for him to no. find a new home and actually do. Yeah, well. I mean, I, I, I've, I've always liked Cam Tab ever since he stepped in for Henrik Lundqvist. Remember, like five, six years ago, some crazy like that, where Lundqvist went down with that awkward throat injury where um, it was very, it was the damage, something that damaged in his throat and tablet. He stepped in knowing that he played else? like 30 games. He was unreal that year. You know who else actually surprised me? That first, bo- the game uh, Washington won in their first game yes. against the Boston. Yes. Uh, their starter got hurt like early on, and they had to rely on Craig, Craig Anderson. Anderson. 
with who hadn't played a playoff game since 2017, four but even years when ago. I, with even when I saw him come in, it's like, wow, he still plays. We're like, if he can recreate what he did in 2017 again, because it was in that team, it was a lot Eric Carlson, but it was also Craig Anderson. Yeah, and people tend and to forget t- that. Also, they had a pretty. Too. I mean, although he was young, uh, he's still young now. But they had a much younger Thomas Thomas Shabbat. Yeah. They also had um, JG Pajot. They had um, Mike better, Hoffman. They a better Bobby Ryan. Better Bobby Ryan. They had uh, Mark Stone still. Mm-hmm. Um, they had all sorts of weapons there, and 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 Bobby Ryan played a huge role in that uh, on that year's team, and um, they made Dion for enough that year too. And I know, uh, that, but, I'm sure a lot of people when they saw Craig Anderson, kind of, oh no, not Craig Anderson. Yeah. But in that moment, it's like this kind of, and I know it's a different sport, but it kind of reminded me of Nick Foles coming up for the Flyers. Yeah, you're not wrong. for the Eagles. Sorry, wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do, a do, do, you want to, do you want to take a time out here, buddy? No, we're gonna do, truck, do you want we're to... just going to truck along. <laughs> truck on along. Oh, but damn, yeah, because it kind of reminded me of that because we're like, because yeah. I know a lot of Eagles fans love to put in that uh, underdogs, but at the same time, we're like, don't screw this up, Nick Foles. Because <laughs> you had yeah. to have that little thought in the back of your head. It's like, it's Nick Foles. Can he actually do this? I don't hey, know. There was, he, he I'm got sure. The job done. I'm sure people had that thought with uh, Craig Anderson. And for the one game oh, he played, probably. he looked good. He played great. He great played now, great. Uh, now, um, but they still yeah. won. Yeah, they did. Uh, now, Samsonov, he did. Um, he was in the COVID protocol, so. Yeah. It's going to take him some time, I think, to get going. Right. So it honestly can't hurt to put Anderson back in for game four, to be honest. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't Prob- it's likely to be Samsonov still, in my opinion. It will be, but it's one of those uh-huh. things where you you have that reliability. And Laviolette knows, if you go back to the Flyers at least, goaltending issues in the playoffs. Yes. And guys having to step up. He knows how to handle that. So. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> Laviolette is the right coach to, to get guys going. Um, there's... <laughs> Actually, before we get also, too far off, let's actually yeah. even we both did our obviously we both did our brackets before the playoffs started. Uh, let's take a little peek at the one we have for our uh, our, our actual podcast. bracket. Yes. yes. Um, even though I still have it flip flopping that East um, for me in the East, I have the Islanders in seven and the Caps in seven because I, the, both those series are going to go to seven. And in my, I made two brackets. The one that's not for this podcast, I flipped it because I. It's still one of those, those divisions where I feel like they're so almost even that mm. it's kind of hard for me to say who's actually going to come out because I can't necessarily trust the Isle, the Isles too much, and also I can't trust the Pens that much either, just because you know. Defensive li- defensively wise for the Penguins, it's not great. For uh, the Islanders, even in this series alone, they've given up some leads, which is very rare for them. And also going yeah. into the playoffs, they were kind of hurting a bit, so they need to find their game, which it's tied, so we'll see what happens tonight. And yeah. then the Washington, I still think whoever wins the Washington-Boston series is going to take the division. Because I think those two teams are 
by far the better teams in this division. They really are. The, the, it's kind of a shame that they, I mean, it's a great thing for hockey wise and also for, think about it for Pittsburgh, New York, the winner of that, the, uh, you know, series, they only have to face one of those teams. It's not like they have to face them right. further down the line, you know, it, it's, or, or for both of them, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, Oh, it's either Washington or Boston. Not, forget, it's Washington for, and then Boston at some point or yes. vice versa. But I forget, what did you have for those series? So uh, for our actual bracket, I had Pittsburgh in seven. Um, that one is kind of a back and forth series to me. It is. Um, it is one one right now. Um, New York is they, they're such a pain to deal with. Flyers knew that they very are, well last but year. Also, I know they're trying. They brought in Palmieri pretty much for the playoff for their power play, yeah. but their power play just isn't that good. Right. Well, really and, and that's also why I'm giving Pittsburgh time the upper hand here. But also, the funny thing is, real quick about Paul Mary, he scored the overtime goal. And it, did, did he score just one goal, the overtime goal, or did he score two? I can't remember. I think he had two. I think he had two, yeah, including the overtime winner. As soon as after he put the, scored the overtime winner, Islanders fans said, Islanders won the trade. I'm like, you guys aren't even out of the first round yet. You can't even say that, you know? So, like, what, what happens if they lose the next four? Or, Oh, three now, I guess. And they were both brought in because they needed to replace Lee. Yes. Who I think that is a big part of the, of their identity and playing style, his kind of style. It is. Uh, and it's trying to find which, that regain. And I'm still waiting for a game. It's probably not going to happen because the way they, the even the way the Islanders play, I feel like it, because Pittsburgh can be so aggressive that they can shut that down. Just because they're, it's just that system. Yeah. It's annoying. It's boring. Uh, but that's just how the system works for them, and that works. Um, but I'm just waiting for one game because I find it very funny that um, Wallstrom's actually playing in these playoffs. I'm just waiting for one game where it's going to be a, like a blowout or a game where they feel like they play like ter- play terribly, and he's sitting again because you know they have yeah, one back. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm waiting for it. Um, surprisingly, I Pittsburgh in seven. This one, uh, and then. Uh, in the other bracket, my for fun bracket, I actually still pick Pittsburgh, but this time in six. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. Something about the Islanders, even with their additions of Paul Mary and Zay Jack, it's just I, I don't I don't trust them. I I don't trust the Penguins either, but I trust them more than the Islanders. And also those know. two, which I guess is in favor of the Islanders. And right now, this is without Malkin. For yeah, that's Penguins, what I was going to say. It sounds like he's coming say. back for Game Three. Um, the fact that the Penguins had the series title one-one without Malkin—that's pretty big. It is. Um, and then for my Washington-Boston series, this one I was oof, uh, at the time it's a tough one. Well. Uh, uh, so I I knew I wanted to win right away in my in our bracket. Yeah. The issue was how many games. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, I think what got to me was the heat of the moment of picking the team. I said Boston in five. And five. Wow. Yeah. I, as soon as I picked that and, and it, it was too late to change it, I was like, this is a mistake. It is, but I don't think it was that much or not that far-fetched because when you look at the Capitals coming in, they had injuries. Uh, Kuznetsov, who I think is probably 
this is probably his last season there because I think there's like issues off ice and shit. There's a lot um, of issues there. Hey, I, I, uh, I Samsonov's been off for a while. Yep. Um, and then Ovechkin had just come back from being hurt, I believe. So they're just coming back being injured. Plus, Boston, you can't. I know Tukaraskis hasn't had the best season, but you can't roll the match just because of their obviously their perfection line and Tukaraskis yes. in that. Also, Taylor Hall, <clears throat> excuse me, Taylor Hall has been playing yes. exceptionally lately, and I was and going into the postseason. That's why I have I had uh, picked yeah. Boston in so because again, if he he's been red hot. He even had a goal uh, uh, last night. He had an unbelievable goal, and um, I, I, I'm I'm fearing that he he's going to stay there for for a multi year deal, like four to six year deal for Boston. Um, the only issue we'll there is one cap and two they have to sign uh, either Tuka Rask or Halak. I I I, I don't just, know what. I, you're not going to find a better this, goaltender I, I in, think, than Rask uh, for free. Agency, I I hate but. saying this. I think that they're not going to re-sign Rask and they're going to use that money to sign Taylor Hall. We'll see what happens. I can see that, but but I would not be surprised at all if this was Tukaresk's final year in Boston. I'm sure he wants to stay, he but the unfortunate inconsistent playoffs for the Bruins, although they made the cup final a couple of years ago, they still lost. So I mean, there's still complaining about, on. They're still complaining about the bubble last year because they didn't. Oh, do I know, well and and, up. and anyone. Anyone who complains to any, anyone about two grass last year, you know, I was just saying the Bruins and the Bruins in general were complaining about the playoffs in general yeah. because of how it was formatted. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Bruins can kiss my ass. So, yes. um, uh, anyways, but, so and then in my for fun bracket, I have um, Washington in seven. Okay. Um, so that one, I I think they'll go down three one. They'll fight back. Or, uh, I'm sorry, not three one. The, it, it will go like three um, two Boston. Then Washington will win the last two games. I could see that. Um, going over up the border to Canada, Canada. Uh, I have in both uh, Toronto taking it. Uh, even though before I was gonna say maybe Montreal, but Shea Weber's hurt. You need Shea Weber. I forgot about that. You need fully that changes healthy. a lot. Also, I think Kakaniemi might be hurt too. Uh, I think he is. Yeah. I think um, he might how many out. games do you have? There's this series. What? I have seven. How many games? And seven. For because. Both. Oh, for that one, uh, just yeah, and both. I think I have seven. Okay, um, that's pretty good. And this one is actually different for mine. And this one we have for our division. I think that we're going to use for the fun bet. I have Winnipeg at six over Edmonton. And then the other one, I flipped it, Edmonton taking it because Connor McDavid. Yes. Um, but the reason why I say Winnipeg is because, well, I mean, like a, a Hellebuck, and they also have a good offense, and both teams don't have great defense. This is true. It so, really comes down to goal tight. By the way, Edmonton still is relying on Mike Smith. Yes, they are. But he actually played pretty well this season, so. I don't care if they're relying on Mike Smith to what, help them try to lead them to the cup. You're funny. They need a new GM. Holy what? Christ. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Um, for me, Toronto, I, I actually did want to pick Montreal in this matchup. But one, it's Toronto. I like where they're going. But two, it's also um, Toronto. So you can't really it's trust also them. Toronto. So <laughs> I can't trust them, which is why I picked it in seven. Um, in my other matchup, I did pick Montreal in six. Uh, which okay. I think is very realistic. It is. Um, because if they play the way if Toronto. they play the way they did against the Flyers <laughs> in their playoff series, I could see it. Also, if I can see that, uh, Carey Price can recreate what he did in those playoffs as well. He uh, he wasn't happy the other day at practice. That's good. <laughs> yeah, he, he he people were were commenting on how amazing his uh, his motion of breaking his goalie stick against the post was uh, during practice after laying the goal. It, it was good for him. It was uh, it was pretty impressive chop. I don't know if he's going for a Ron Hextel chop uh, to someone's leg or um, you know, or he's practice what he's practiced for. But anyway. Uh, so Toronto in seven in the legit one in the other one, uh, Montreal in six. Um, and then for Edmonton, <clears throat> excuse me, Edmonton, uh, it's, I, I do think this series is going to go six no matter what. It's either going to be kind of a dominant performance by one team versus the other. Also, you can't, uh, shut, I don't think you're going to be able to shut down Conor McDavid for multiple games. We did it once, but I don't think you're going to yeah. be able to do it four more or three more times. Right. In the case of exactly. Um, I did say in this in our bracket, Edmonton in six, but and then the other one at um, Winnipeg in six. Yeah, so, so we pretty much kind of did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. In the West, um, this is a fun one. We Colorado. <laughs> If Colorado would have lost and been second, it would have been a little more fun because it would have at least had attempted an upset with Minnesota over them. But they're playing St. Louis, who I think they are significantly better than. So unfortunately, and I'm even being generous here because I don't think there's going to be any sweeps, or maybe it could be because I don't know. But I said Colorado in five because I mean that's what I have. Um, I have Colorado in five in both my brackets. And then for the Vegas one, I have Vegas in seven. And the reason why I did that one mainly is because I think this season more than any other, you can kind of look back at season series just because you play each other eight times. You get a little more familiarity. Mm. And also because of that, Minnesota actually had uh, Vegas number this season. They did. So that was my one dominate them. That was kind of my little thing there, but it's also like it's Vegas. They're still going to pull it out. But in the other one, I do have Minnesota. I do too. Yeah, I have Vegas and Minnesota both in seven in, in the uh, in and our then bracket. And I have Minnesota taking down Colorado, and the other one. I did too. <laughs> um, and then uh, so in in, in let's finish up the central before yes. we get to the, the this uh, is next the, round. This is the easiest one. This I, really I, is. And, uh, Carolina and mine. And both of mine. I say Carolina and five. And again, I was being generous thinking Nashville could take a game. Mainly because of the blue line, but... I actually did say Carolina both for sure, but it's in six. I was actually a little bit more generous. Okay. Um, then, I, I think the reason for that is, although Nashville's down 2-0, um, they, they play great at home. And I think Carolina will certainly put them to great test, but Nashville... 
they played their best hockey at home. They and, do. And, and they, I think they'll win a game at maybe two uh, at absolute most, but then Carolina will, will finish that right off. Uh, I, I, I could see Nashville winning the first game back in Nashville, um, you know, take, and making 2 1. Nashville loses uh, in game four, make it a 3 1 series, and then they'll force a game six before losing to Carolina. Uh, so it's Carolina for me in both six games in both brackets. Uh, this one was tough. I, I did have, say oh, I did this, say Florida and six and my one just because I was like, what if Tampa Bay doesn't know the Tampa Bay playoff where they just kind of struggle? Yeah, you're not wrong. And, and in that first game, I, I really think that kind of dictated what this series was going to be like. Now it hurt not having Sam Bennett in the other yeah, night, but, um, which when they and that's did not one play thing, nearly the reason the why same. I even said because if this was last year's Panthers team, I would have said no way. I would have said a sweep for Tampa because they didn't have the grit really in this offseason. They got grit. They got now they don't have twist. their best defenseman, and they may be without uh, Keith Yandel as well. There, it sounds like he's going to be a healthy scratch, which is ridiculous and unbelievable. Ending his Iron Man streak. Um, no, it doesn't end it. It doesn't end it. Technically, it does not. Doesn't. End. It does not end it. I saw a tweet saying that it, uh, it, if he doesn't play, it will not end or will not affect his Iron Man streak. Huh. Or are this in during the are this in is that only during the regular season? I think it's just a regular season thing. Ah, gotcha. Well, we'll see. I um, hope he plays, let's hope. But. I know. I hope so too because he's actually an effective defenseman still. Yeah. Um, and this one I said no Tampa. I don't know why they want to do that. I did say Tampa in six for our bracket. I think that's the most reasonable. Yeah, option. and my other one um, I say I did do I think in five or six for Tampa Bay. I, I said Florida in six in the other one because I do see a, a scenario where Florida pulls this thing out where they get one, two, three wins in a row mm-hmm. despite you know Tampa Bay being at home. Also, Florida, the reason why I they are that- a very gritty team. They can wind and or sorry, uh, they can wear you down, and um, I think they're. The goal of the the uh, Florida team is kind of like Columbus, kind of like the New York Islanders. They wear That's you what down, I was gonna say. but they m- play more of an exciting version of what those guys play. They do, and that's more recently that they did the bringing in the grit. Also, right. they had Quinville, so I was putting that in their favor, but also against their favor, Bobrovsky. What playoff Bobrovsky are we going to get? The playoff Bobrovsky that actually beat these Bolts, or the playoff Bobrovsky we've seen every other year? <laughs> And I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, I don't believe Bobrovsky is starting. I want to say it's uh, Martin Bolt. That makes sense, because Martin Bolt's played better. Yeah, he really has. Uh, but I think we're just going to keep that there for now, and then we'll come back yep. to it for uh, the next round. Um, yes, one will. fun thing I did want to talk about today, and uh, for we can break it down two different ways. So obviously there's teams in here that, taking place uh, Toronto where because of the new division alignment, it kind of helps them. But going forward, if a team doesn't do well, this in these playoffs, whether it's winning around and not going as far as people expect them to be, um, if they're kind of screwed going forward. Um, I have a couple here, but we're going to, before we're jumping into the playoffs, we're going to go to the teams that were just on the cusp of the playoffs. Um, and some of the teams I thought of, obviously the flyers who I think, have that potential. It depends on what Chuck Fletcher you want to uh, 
agree with the one at the press conference or the one from the Pierre Lebron article where it seems like, okay, we may make some moves here. And if that's the ones you make some moves here, it makes sense just because uh, it's time to try to go for it. Um, You you gotta do something different. uh, Vancouver, I think they need. Sounds like they could be very, very busy. They can, but they have to get rid of so many bad contracts. There's about a lot of bad contracts on that team, and not just that. You're for me. I think you have to make a deal with Seattle to take someone that they're not going to take. Even though I think at the beginning of this, I would have said take Holpe just because mm. that's who I thought was going to be their goaltender. But now that I'm thinking, like maybe take like Tyler Myers, someone who has a big contract, just because I would have them take. Because looking at some of their big contracts, obviously not going to get rid of Brock Besser, Bo Horvat. JT Miller has been pretty sharp for them. Brandon Sutter, uh, I believe this is his final year anyway, 4.375 mil. That's a lot for him. I don't like him that much. Alexander Edler, his is six mil. That expires. You got to worry about Tyler Myers until 2023 24. And then remember to help Vegas get Alex Petrangelo. They took on Nate Schmidt's contract. He's getting 5.95 mil in 2024 2025. Anton Russell has a three million. He has six million dollars left. Three million average annual for Anton Russell. Even Jake Vertanen, who I think they're probably going to try to move on from this offseason. They kind of have to. The uh, he's in some deep, deep water right now. Yes, he is. Um, so that's not. I don't want to get into. No, I don't want to get into too that much. Um, but, but yeah, they got not, some. They just have some bad contracts, and let's not forget this too, because which makes sense. They extended Demko, but his contract goes up next season. So, oh shit, yeah, it goes have, up by about almost four mil exact. Yeah. So there, and obviously, I think another team that's going to be busy this off season is Calgary. I think everyone yeah, except Calgary. for maybe Kachuk mm-hmm. and Jordan, just because. Even Giordano can see moving just, just just because Giordano's been there for so long are going to be the untouchables. Everyone else, I think, is on the market. I'll put it this way: the only ones for me personally, I'm leaving as untouchables: Matthew Chuck, Sean Monahan, Elias Lindholm. Everyone else can go. Yeah, I agree. Oh, uh, may, maybe Noah Hanfin can keep too. Maybe, and but even then, I feel like not only that. Good return. I mean, to be fair. You did lock up Jacob Markstrom for six mil until 2025, 2026. So you might not have much of a choice there, too. Um, But which I'd be okay keeping him anyway. Um, For Calgary, I do believe finally that they have a bunch of contracts to get rid of or to to figure out something. Luckily for them, nothing too expensive. I'd get rid of Derek Ryan. He's 34, costs you 3.125 mil. Other than that, there's. Honestly, I also think. even though it's been rumored for like at least the past like two years, at least it seems. Uh, I think last night was Goudreau's last game as a flame. It, it's got to be. Uh, he's making six point seven five mil. He's twenty seven years old. Realistically, when do you see him getting mm-hmm. traded? Because the there's no way that would be a great right draft it. night. Yeah. Um, there's they're, they're no gonna want, way I think they're going to want picks because they're going to have to start. Oh, rebuilding. absolutely. Because they're going to have to start rebuilding. They only have they've this year for they do have technically seven in this year's draft. They've 
all their picks except for the fourth, and they have two thirds. So they're theirs and Edmonton's. Uh, next year, they have five in the first round and eight total. They just don't have next year's six. They have Florida's second and Toronto's uh, third. Um, so, but still, I wouldn't you worry. never have too many picks. I wouldn't worry too, too much about Dallas, but Dallas is older. So I think their window is slowly growing. They, they were a team that majorly kind of got, and Vancouver too, if we want to throw them in there too, that kind of got screwed um, over by having COVID outbreaks and they just couldn't overcome them. They really couldn't. Now, I still think they're a good team, but they got they to are. shed some contracts. I mean, Andrew Cogliano, they were in the, the Cuff Finals. Blake Como, right there combined, 5.65 mil. You can John Klingberg's going to be a flyer. That would be wonderful. Um, but I think you have Stephen Johns, his two point three five mil. He's on long term IR. I think he's. I he, think if uh, they, he might get a cheaper deal. I think if they don't do well next season in terms of either making the playoffs or not going far in the playoffs, that's when they're going to blow it up. Yeah, because they've is done they've done up. well the last couple of years in general. Last year, like you said, they just mm-hmm. went to the Cup Finals. Um, and Columbus is just a train fire. So they're um, going to start. Speaking about off. Columbus, they are bringing back John Davidson, actually, mm-hmm. um, who was recently let go from the um, Rangers. By the way, Columbus has three first round picks this year. Yes, they do. That's a lot. Um, um, but they going got to the teams- their. Oh, their heaviest contract they got to worry about is, and I don't even think he's going to resign. Who knows? Because John Torello is no longer there. Patrick Line, 4.995 mil. He's an RFA. What do you do with him? I think they're going to keep him because they're going to need someone to stay face. Um, but I Not don't... only that, but Torts is no longer there. By the way, mm-hmm. this is the last year Brandon Dubinsky, they'll have to uh, worry about his contract. 5.85 mil is no longer on the book after this season also, as he I... also officially retired as well. I also think um, the Blue, Blue Jackets' last game is the last game. Seth Jones is going to be a member of that team. I think they're going to also fill it up. I would love that, but that's going to cost you a little more. Especially, oh, does it, that cost especially you because you're going to go back to the in-division. Yes, you're also going to be in-division. So in those in-division, even though they're not great, they will happen, but you're going to have to really? give a little bit. Well, once everything goes back to normal next next season, Columbus is there with Philadelphia. They're in the Metro. But uh, Why? The- I, yeah, it doesn't even seem like they're in the Metro, but yeah, no, you're right. They are in the they Metro. Are. That's weird. They got moved in there because of the division alignment before. Yeah. But going to the teams in the playoffs, one, and I think it's kind of. Well, no, I think if tr- this is Toronto's year, if Toronto can't, I know Montreal's and you know some team you can just walk over just because of the way they play. It's one team that can maybe cause some headaches for Toronto, but if they don't mm. even win a f- come out of a fl- playoff round or first round, you got to you, you got to do something. You got to start doing something. You brought in veterans to you brought in John Zavaris and you still can't bring. Uh, oh, I was going to say you brought in aging veteran that can still provide you leadership and stuff like this playoff leadership and everything. Uh, you have Riley or uh, Nash, who his first game is going to be uh, tonight as a uh, <laughs> uh, Maple Leaf, which I find that funny that teams like Tampa Bay too with Kucherov and Stamkos uh, wait until the playoffs for them to start. Cause cap no longer matters. Yeah. 
Um, Riley Nash and Zach Hyman, both 2.75 mil and 2.25 mil. That's a good amount of cap right there. Also, Wayne brought, Simmons, also 1.5 mil. They Folino, brought, 1. Yeah, they brought Nick Folino from uh, um, They also actually have Alex Galchenyuk. So if there um, was a time. And, and they have Zach Bogosian. Also, how much can you trust Jack Campbell in the playoffs? Because it's not going to be Freddie Anderson. Because Freddie Anderson is the backup because he did not do great in his uh, – Rehab starts in the AHL and it's one start in the NHL. He's got to be done for in Toronto. He has This is absolutely his last year in Toronto. He's got to be done. I would love it if Toronto stole uh, Tukaras, though. That would make me laugh so much. Actually, that would come full circle because they once had him originally. Yes, they did. But also, they want to have people tend to forget that. They want to have the cap to pay for him. Well, if they get rid of Frederick Anderson, it costs five mil, then they might. Uh, David Riddich is also uh, on their team. Keep that yes, in mind. So um, he'll most likely be the backup, in my opinion. The one who probably. Um, but, um, yeah. They're one team that I can say if they don't do well. Uh, Winnipeg, I think they'll probably start shopping off pieces if they Winnipeg's don't. Winnipeg's do an well. interesting team. I don't know um, how that I feel about that. So one thing that'll help. Also, is I think if also, it's more so, I think get, uh, Maurice will be fired if they don't do well. Yeah, because I'll put it this way. Also, cap wise, they need to get rid of Paul Stasny. He's six point five mil. He's thirty five. He's got to be done. <laughs> Matthew Peral, he's got to be done there. He's thirty three, four point one two five mil. That's dead cap for me. Uh, Neil Pionk, three mil. He's going to cost you a bit. Jordy Ben, Derek Forbert, a combined three mil together. I think they need to get rid of them. They're not going to do much for them there. Um, yeah. Brian Little, who's still Brian Little, he's on long term IR, but uh, he's that's why I can find him. I know he's there. Uh, also, yeah, he, oh, oh, oh man, he's uh, he's has a bit of a contract. I think at some point, I don't know how much Brian Little has in his career, but I think he's almost done. He's got two years at most, I think. I agree. Um, then you gotta buy then, him out, yeah, and then. This may come to shock to some, maybe, because I think Colorado as well. Because for this year and last year, they went kind of went all in. They got sod for very little. They tried to get one year with Taylor Hall, even though it's going to be significant. Unless he said no, probably should have said yes, but he said no. Uh, and went to Buffalo and now in Boston. But look at the pieces they're going to have to try to get back or sign at the end of the year. Uh, Tyson Jost is a big one. He's an RFA. That kid is. I don't think he's twenty three. I don't think he's going to get that much. He hasn't. No, he won't get that much. I'm just saying he's a a very, very important player to sign for Colorado, Uh, as well as Cal McCarr and uh, your captain. Oh, the captain Gabe Lance. Also, your goalie uh, Philip Grubauer, also a UFA. (laughs) Yeah, so they they allow decisions. Um, where you're going to help get that money is getting rid of Brandon Saad. Fine He's not coming right back. Now. He's only here for this There's one. There's no way. Exactly. Um, Soderberg. And I, would, I would get rid of Kadri because he's just. And a oh my God. Uh, Which we haven't talked worst. about yet, but he's probably going to get this. We'll, we'll get to you in a second because I. He's got to get a minimum of five games for being a dumbass. Um, look look so at all the contracts they have here's, to Here's my question. As much as Landis got loves being in Colorado, I'm sure, and they love him there. In I, I had to I swear I had the slightest feeling that they might not resign him for whatever reason. I don't know if, if it's I think the money he would get would go to uh Kamakar. 
That that's my fear and for whoever you get goaltending, whoever you get goaltending would be the remaining. What, what, exactly, because Kale McCarr, um, he's on his last year of his rookie contract. Yes, he is. Um, you gotta worry about that. He's gonna get. I don't know how much you think he's gonna get, but he's gonna get a lot of money. He will. I'd say between maybe well, Graves and Taze. And just perspective, uh, that's actually a great point, Mike. Uh, Ryan Graves, and then four point one. Yeah. So let's be in the middle. Let's say about three point five per three year half, AV yeah. uh, for Kale McCarr. But still, that's a good amount of money. And mm-hmm. if and you also, don't... it's not just that. It's how much longer do you have it? Not just this in two years. So cut off 2020, 2021. Whoopsie. Look who's a free agent. At the end of 2023, 2024. Nathan McKinnon, who's only 25 right now. Yeah. And he's only going to take 25. I million. McKinnon, I thought he was like 28, 29. He's 25. Yeah. yeah. So again, another headache, which and then. You're getting him at a ransom for 6.3 mil. Mm-hmm. He's so going to get have- easily. He's he's gonna get more than Mika Rainson. He's making nine point two mil for perspective. He definitely so should be. <laughs> he should get like eleven mil to be honest. He probably should. He, he's worth the karmic David money. Yes. Um. So, but again, I really do think that Gabriel Anskog will be done in Colorado. That's just my gut feeling. Honest to again, honest this is gut why feeling. I generally think if they do not do well in these playoffs, and I'm saying when I say don't do well because they're gonna beat the Blues. Uh, I mean like. Maybe even make the pass to the uh, Golden Knights. If they don't, if they don't make it past the second round, they gotta do something. They gotta do something because you got a giant headache, Joe Sakic. You got a giant headache coming over you. I I think Joe Sakic is the best, if not the second best GM in the NHL right now. But and I, he hey, he's like I said, a hell of a GM. But he's gotta start making some moves. I I never liked the move of getting Kadri for uh, out. Um, Oh no! I'll for Tyson say, Berry and I oh, shoot, I forgot the other guy's name. I love that guy. Hold on. <laughs> Damn, I, I gotta look up this now. This is great. Um, but keep going though. I'm gonna beat you to it. Kerfoot. Kerfoot, thank you, Alex Kerfoot. Yeah, I think that was a huge mistake training both those guys to Toronto for Kadri, who's a liability for you. Anyway, Sorry. I just kind of want to go into a, minute, a little thing with Colorado because I am slowly. It's not even the team in general. I don't like Kadri, but I don't really I hate Kadri. I I hate him too, but I'm starting to hate the Avalanche. That's not the team in general. It's because everyone hypes them up so That's fair. so much. And also, I get it. They are a good team. I don't think they're that good. I can't. I can tell you this. If you can look at me in the eye, Jeff, or whoever <laughs> listens to this, who wants to defend the Avalanche, Colorado fans, whoever, if you can really tell me that the reason why you lost last playoffs is because you lost, you didn't have Grubauer. Can you really trust Philip Grubauer to help you win through these playoffs? I can't. I can't. And that is a big reason why I do not trust He's him. Not a and I don't think you don't trust him either. He got paid I don't starter think... money because he helped the Caps win the Cup as a backup. I also think I like Grubauer, to... but he's not a starter. He's a very good backup, but he's not a starter. I think they're going to want to upgrade, but outside of Tuukka Rask, there's not much 
upgrade worthy that you could say really let's um, take a look that's out there let's take a look let's play the free agency game we got players free agents from cap friendly best website in the world um You're all right, coming. Pickerine, Dubnik, like all of them are Ronta, pretty much backups. Reimer, Unless you want to try to get uh, what's his face, Linus Olmark, who I think is a pretty good goaltender from Buffalo. Olmark's not then, bad. He's not bad, but compared to, uh, uh, I think Grubar is better than him. But there's a bunch of RFA's. Holy crazy! Uh, let me just try to do UFA's. Here. Yeah, it's a lot of just backups. Yeah, yeah backups. mainly again, last year was the year to get your goalie. If you didn't get your goalie last year and you needed one, you might be out of luck for another two, three years at least. Mm-hmm. So that's the issue. Um, also, <laughs> my, my my beef with Colorado, I hate Nazem Kadri. He sucks. I think he's a scumbag. He deserves to get suspended the rest of the series, if not playoffs in general. I don't care however long the Avalanche's playoff run is. Guy doesn't deserve to be in the NHL. If he's throwing dirty hits like that, he's a repeated offender in the playoffs. In the playoffs alone, and he has, he was when he was on Toronto two years in a row against Boston. He, he made a dumb play, and the team suffered. Dumb. Yes, that's why I so, texted you today. I would love it, but. I'm sure Avalanche fans would hate it. If there's another Kadri jinx where he does something dumb and it costs Which he did last night. And if he's done for five games, not that it's again, it's St. Louis. But when you have to go up against Vegas, Vegas is better. Both their goalies are better than your goalie. With or without Kadri, I think Avalanche would lose that one in at most six. Seven. six. Yeah. That would be a close series, but I'm just saying Vegas, Vegas doesn't have a center, like a top-line center, but they have Petrangelo. They have... Well, Petrangelo's also out Petro. right now. Keep that in mind. Yes, that too, but they have good forwards. They have... Everything's really Amazing good. Amazing defense. Yeah. So I, I think this could be the air forward for That's Vegas. why I, really I'm good. not looking too much into the series they're playing because I see everyone saying, oh, look how good Colorado's doing. Is I it really Colorado that, playing that, that well, or is it the St. team they're Louis. playing that's making it look better? No. Not saying because I think St. Louis is another team that should probably look towards rebuilding soon. Uh, but they're just it doesn't okay. hurt when you lose your captain because you're being greedy as hell and don't want to. Yeah, they brought in for... they brought in crew, but crew is a second line defenseman or second pair defenseman at this point. Yeah, it, I like Tory Groove. I think he's you can for for St. Louis right now. He's technically first pair. Any yeah. other team, probably Maybe second. Off, pair. Yeah. I like I, I like Tory Krug a lot. I think he's a good, feisty, mm-hmm. small, young defenseman. But he cannot play at the same level that a kind of hockey Oxford Trangel played for the St. Louis Blues. Height difference, physical difference, body difference. He he's almost like twice as hot his yeah. size you know so and um, you have Brian O'Reilly in the way Craig Burry plays is another defensive style but and even Jordan Bennington who you're starting to hate um again had shit again oh by the way the the, the 
the, the idiot tried to start another fight at the end of the game the yeah, other night. Bauer. Like, grow the frick up, man. Like, grow a pair and just f- drop the gloves. You're going to make that big of a I deal. I am curious, just, though. Just I'm drop. assuming... Like, what I'm, is his deal? I'm assuming nothing happens, but it's at the end of the game. But if it was a regular game, he would have gotten a penalty for coming out of the crease. I feel like he also probably should have get fined. But that's just me. Because it was yeah, at the I'm end wrong. of the game. That's why I say that. But again, the, the, my issue with bidding things, like... He's doing all his crap at the end of the game, or just because oh, you know, a team scored on me, I'm going to throw a, a pissy fit and, and try to fight anyone I can see on that. No, like, dude, just oh. just grow up. It, it's yeah. this isn't the ECHL. You're you're not trying to, you know, you've already won a cup. Like people know who you are. Yeah, don't, don't I know. Kind of, I know. Don't ruin can, your own reputation. People for, can get hot headed. Trust me, Flyers. People, Flyers fans love Hextall because he. Got in those moments and everything, but he was smart that, enough not to do time, it. He was right. smart he, enough. He not knew to, when he knew yeah. when their time was to do it. But also, think about it: that was in the eighties and nineties to do it. This is two thousand twenty-one. That kind of yeah. style of hockey, unless you're a prick named Tom Wilson, or um, that kind of hockey, or Nazem Kadri, apparently, uh, that kind of hockey has been long gone. Unless you're either of those two players, and you could argue Brad Marchand. Um, I, any of those three players, Brian Reeves, thank you. All four I feel like players. he's Reeves has actually kind of doesn't have as many of those recently. He's kind of toned it down. No, he, he's toned it down surprisingly. But anyway, if you're any of those players, then apparently that hockey still exists, but that hockey does not exist anymore in the NHL today. It hasn't for the last five, ten years. Because of what's so Bennington's he, he's gotta chill, he's gotta relax, he's gotta mm-hmm. I don't know what he's got to do to settle down. If I'm Craig Burby, I'm yanking him by the jersey and saying, "Dude, what are you doing?" You know, Craig Burby again you. would know more than anyone else. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I, I'm so well, you know, like don't like you know grab him by the jersey, like, obviously, you know, right on around. But like, we know what you're saying. But you, you get the point. Yeah, saying take like, him aside and say, "Dude, what yeah, are just, you doing?" Just, yeah, exactly. Like seriously, like. You're, you know, to be fair, uh, Bennington has been playing some pretty solid hockey, but. It doesn't help, and it doesn't show well when you're running around on the ice also, out there. It said multiple times to try to yeah. keep your head because if the other team sees that you're getting under your skin, they take. They're going to do it more. It. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Before you know it, they're you're looking uh, down the barrel for a three nothing mm-hmm. series lead. The season because many times during a Flyers series, you always saw Joel Farabee show his emotions because something wasn't going his way, and you see a coach or a player like, "Dude, calm down." Don't yeah. let don't let them see that you're doing this. Right, and, that's and, in and season. it's hard not. To that's do in it. season doing it. that, but yeah. in the playoffs, you really shouldn't be doing that. No, that's a whole different angle. Now I get there's one thing of like you know showing your emotions, trying to pump up like the crowd Ovechkin or something like that. Something, but, yeah, or Ovechkin, Ovechkin but, has earned that re- uh, reputation to do that. Not only that, but. It's it's Ovechkin. He's a seasoned veteran who knows what he's doing, and he knows, he, you know, he's ex- expressing it at the right time. Mm-hmm. Again, we saw that last night after the overtime yes. goal. It was after the game was already over. Now, to be fair, I think the game was over with Bennington and the Blues, but still, it's you. Know, they're getting in your head, and it shows. If I am the Colorado Avalanche, I'm taking full advantage of that. I am. I'm shoving every puck down their throats. Mm-hmm. I'm crashing the net even harder now. I am getting bodies in now front of the net. Now it's going to be net. harder to do that without Kadri, but 
They, they did a pretty darn good job of it. Um, but anyway. either way, just get guys in front of us and say, take his sight lines yeah. where he's getting annoyed. And the, the- last, last, last gripe here about Colorado. I hate, hate, hate how Pierre Maguire says and how much emphasis he puts on Miko Ranson's name. Oh, so do I. That's another reason why I hate the Avalanche like, because he I, so much. I, oh my god, I would love to punch Regis in the face. So that's hard. why. That's why. That's I would why love I to had. Punch. That's why I said Dallas last year it was because of Pierre. Yeah, and I know, and I was <laughs> right. So, <laughs> I, yeah. Oh my god, I would love to punch Pierre all the way back to Whoville. Yes, but uh, I, Jeffrey, I, Jeffrey, yes. yes. I do not believe he's on TNT or ESPN. So you may just have to worry about him for like Olympics because <sighs> NBC is still going to have those. So they're going to need someone for that. I'll take but, it. Yeah. The less hockey for Regis, the better. The less hockey from the better. I'll be so happy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. It's a mess. It is. Yeah, I think that's all we really got for today. For the most part, that's all I can think of. Um, we mentioned um, games that are going on yep, later did. as well. If I'm not mistaken, that's pretty much it. There's you know, obviously a bunch of games going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, uh, it is official. Uh, so as Tampa Bay and Florida begins now on FX, uh, Sam Bennett does return for the Panthers while Keith Kendall scratched for the first time since... March oh, one last thing. 2009. This does not affect his consecutive game streaks. And that is regular season only. One last thing. That makes Jeffrey. sense now. Only because I thought about when you're doing that, I was taking predictions. But because of predictions, our fun bet, we haven't mentioned it yet. Yes. Let's go. So Jeff and I, because a lot of these series, we have pretty much the same. There's nothing like last year where I feel like there was close enough. If Again, if Colorado is playing Minnesota, you can make that argument. Maybe. But they're not, and they won. Uh, so I think the one series we're going to do like a fun, fun little friendly wager on is possibly that uh, Edmonton and uh, Winnipeg series because we both kind of have opposites there. Um, it's one of the very few that we do have opposites on, to be honest. Yeah, because in the other ones, we ha- like even if we look back at the East, uh, unless we want to do that uh, Islanders Penguins one because they gave Penguins one uh, twice, mm. but I don't trust the Islanders <laughs> that much to. Prince Not only that, but I don't think either of us want a Penguins or Islanders jersey. So, nah, maybe a Barzell, but that's about it. Barzell, and that's about it. But then you'd only get realistically only a couple good years yes. out of it. So you know. Well, then he, yeah, then he's gonna move away. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yes, also just because it's fun, because we both, I think we have guys we like a jersey from from both teams. Um, so because of that, we're looking at a that a Edmonton and Winnipeg series. So I'm saying Winnipeg, and uh, Jeffrey is saying uh, Edmonton in that one. And the, yes, I believe the and, and the winner gets a a jersey or just a player yes, a of t-shirt teams, of the, team of the teams. Won. Of the team that won. So if Whitmer wins, or or if I, you know, I guess I should say if Winnipeg wins, I have to buy him a Winnipeg T-shirt of any player of his choice. It's very vice versa of yeah, that. And vice versa. I mean, um, I don't think you have to go that far to see which one Jeff would want. It's Leon Dreisaitl. <laughs> are you kidding me? 
It's uh, Milan Lucic, of course. Not on the team anymore. Sorry, James Neal, my bad. He's on Calgary, sir. Uh, nah, I know. As soon as I said, I'm like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure he's on yeah. Calgary. But James Neal, duh. Um, yes. I'd actually have to think about that. I, 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 you know, the sure thing would be Trisel or McDavid. I, I kind of want to go outside the box here because okay. it's, it's too predictable. Yamamoto? Yamamoto is not a bad one. I love Cal Yamamoto. That kid is sick. Um, honestly, I wouldn't mind like a uh, Darnell Nurse shirt. Bear? Uh, Ethan Bear. I, I do love Ethan Bear. He, he's a pretty good. Actually, let me look up some some names right now, but we'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll, yes. Uh, we'll I'll figure out the well. details on that. But during our next hockey podcast, but yes. we'll, we'll bring it out too. But be on the lookout for our, we'll have to provide some updates on our social media pages for how the bet's going, for yes. how the, the brackets are going, um, and we'll go from there. Yes, and with that, that's where we're going to end it today. And until Monday, we'll see you guys.